Welcome back to the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm Kyle Brown. Today I'm talking with Jim Spindler, who's the head agronomist of Ecologel Solutions. And we're talking about water management technologies, and especially his paper on hygroscopic humectants for turf water. So welcome to the show, Jim. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Well, it's good to have you. And I, I really hope I didn't butcher uh, that phrase too badly. What's one of those things that people don't talk about a lot, and it already sounds like some other things that we use on the golf course. Oh, yeah, people confuse the hygroscopic with hydrophobic. <laughs> hygroscopic is a, a unique word that we don't always hear in the turfgrass industry. Sure. Well, and you got to do a lot of interesting things with your recent paper. Can you tell me a little bit about what you explored? Yeah, as we, I work with uh, hygroscopic humectants, I've found that many people have confused these class of chemicals or materials with things like wetting agents or superabsorbent polymers. And I, I felt there was a need to uh, do an article that compared and contrasts these technologies so that people could fully understand what each did, not saying that either any of these technologies were real bad or good, but to give the, the readers a chance to compare these technologies understand how they work, and identify how they can be used in their various operations. It was just a compare and contrast exercise in this article. From that perspective, then, can you tell me a little bit about what makes all of these technologies different from each other? Well, for example, um, wetting agents, or also known as surfactants, are a class of chemicals that help cut surface tension for water so that water can uh, move more effectively either into the soil, throughout the soil, or out of the soil. Because water is a polar molecule, it is looking for polar opposites so it can move into the soil, but when you have the same charges, they repel each other. These wetting agents take away that polar nature so that it allows the water to move in. So it, it's just working with water that goes into the soil and you apply through irrigation or through rainfall. Superabsorbent polymers are, you would imagine, as something like a, a, a sponge, that when you put water out there, these things absorb the water and hold them in some form and allow the plant to use them. A sponge is probably the best analogy for those kinds of technologies. The hygroscopic humectants are a little bit different in technology in that they actually condense humidity that's available in the soil. So what happens with water that is in the soil, either through irrigation or rainfall, it's taken up by the roots uh, and used by the plant, or it goes into the groundwater, but there's a certain percentage of that water that actually evaporates, works its way up out of the soil, and is lost into the atmosphere. And what hygroscopic humectants do is condense that humidity back into water, a liquid form that's usable by the plant before it escapes into the atmosphere. So I use the analogy of a um, cold drink. If you have a cold drink on a warm summer day, you get this sweat or condensation on the outside of a glass or container. And that's exactly what hygroscopic humectants are doing in the soil. They're condensing this water vapor that normally is not available to the plant back into a liquid form and holds it till the plant can use it. So you can see by product has a different kind of mode of action and can be used in different ways. With a little bit more background on it, what do superintendents need to know about how these work? Well, I said the hygroscopic humectants are a material that um, either come as a liquid or a granule. The granules are just liquids impregnated on a granule form, and they enter the soil and coat the roots and soil particles in the soil. And as humidity escapes, these materials condense this water back into microscopic droplets and hold it in a light way so that the plant can take it in through osmosis. And what that does is allow 
a plant much greater uh, use of water in there. You have much greater efficiency of, of use of water that's put out through irrigation. It also prevents areas that may be uh, localized dry spots. Uh, once this material enters that dry spot, and usually we use a surfactant of some sort to help this material get into those dry spots, it prevents them from drying out again and becoming hydrophobic. It's also used in things like establishing of sod and sprigs and uh, big use is seeding, especially in the spring or in uh, winter play over seeding in the south where um, if you imagine you're condensing this humidity back into a liquid moisture, that allows the seed to imbibe water much more efficiently. Seed takes in the water, it germinates quicker, and then that young radical, that, that baby root, does not dry out as much in between irrigation or rainfall. So you'll see that new seeded areas germinate quicker, they develop much more quicker, you get a higher percentage of germination, just a better overall catch. You also have fewer going back and reseeding areas and, and stuff like that. So it has a whole host of uses from areas that have extremely high water costs that where they need to reduce their watering. We have places like Atlanta or San Francisco that have seen over a 200% increase in water costs in the last 12 years to um, areas that go through seasonal drought. You know, you go a few days without water and the plant goes into drought stress and this can help prevent that to uh, establishing new plants and it goes into also not only turf but trees and ornamentals around a golf course can be used in that way. These materials also are considered quite safe in that they're made from food grade materials. Uh, the hygroscopic materials, uh, interesting enough, are used in foods like uh, bread to keep mm. bread moist during the baking period. The humectants are used in cosmetics and shampoos to hold moisture in the skin or in the hair. So they're, they're very safe products and uh, a unique use for plants that were developed originally for human and uh, food and, and cosmetics. Anything else you'd like to add? Just, uh, I guess, I considered a new technology for the turf grass industry. Uh, these kind of products were originally developed for dust control on, on mines, but it were found that they do so well condensing and make of water available that it's a technology that moved into turf, uh, agriculture, and, and other plants areas that, uh, while not possibly uh, displacing wetting agents and surfactants or superabsorbent polymers, uh, they are another technology that can either work hand-in-hand -hand with those kinds of technologies or be used alone in, in many situations in all kinds of climates and all types of turf. So it's a, a new option in that toolbox that a superintendent has for managing soil moisture for the betterment of his turf. Superintendents can always use another resource uh, to get the most out of the water on their course. They are definitely going to be looking into this, I'm sure. All right. Well, I really appreciate your help on uh, talking about this. Thanks so much for being on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me, and I look forward to answering questions that uh, your readership may have. You've been listening to the Superintendent Radio Network, the podcast of Golf Course Industry Magazine, a production of GIE Media. I've been your host, Kyle Brown. You can find all of our podcasts on iTunes or the SRN page of golfcourseindustry.com. Talk to us at srn at gie.net or at GCI Magazine on Twitter. Thanks for listening.